Welcome back to the Wrong Opinion. Useless NBA trivia and garbage rankings. If this is your first time listening, make sure to check out the trailer. We're gonna hop right into talking about the Denver Nuggets. Now they have an above 50% winning percentage in their franchise's history and they made the playoffs 28 times since they've joined the NBA. So there's a couple teams ahead of them who if you're just talking about regular season success, it's hard to argue they're better than the Nuggets. But the Nuggets in their 47 seasons in the NBA, they haven't made a single finals. Just a lot of really decent, a lot of good, but not really any great. They first started as the Denver Rockets in 1967 as part of the ABA. They made the ABA playoffs every single year from 1968 through 1976 till the NBA absorbed the ABA. By 75, they became the Denver Nuggets, won 65 games with guys like Bobby Jones and Dan Issel. But we are totally ignoring everything ABA related here, just talking about the NBA. In the first NBA season, 1977, they won 50 games with a lot of the same players that they had in the ABA. David Thompson was a rookie in the last ABA season. Automatic score, just his career fell apart because of drugs and he couldn't hold up. It's a common theme for a lot of those guys from the late 70s and early 80s. Uh, by 78, Issel, Bobby Jones, and David Thompson, they took the team to the Western Conference Finals. In their second season in the NBA, they went to the Western Conference Finals. That's impressive. Coached by none other than Larry Brown, Hall of Fame coach. Skywalker fizzled out, Issel got old, but they continued to draft score-first, offensive-minded players, guys like Kiki Vandeweghe and Alex Inglis. 1985, they made yet another Western Conference Finals, playing against the amazing run-and-gun Showtime Lakers. Now, they lost in five games, but English was giving them everything he had, 40-point game in Game 2. But from their first year in the NBA, 1976, all the way through 1990, they only missed two playoffs. Now they really fell apart after that. In 91, they won 20 games and then 24 games behind the might of guys like Michael Adams and Orlando Woolridge. In 1991, they gave up 130.8 points per game. That's absolutely mind boggling. But their two best players, Michael Adams, Orlando Woolridge, were having quote unquote career years. The two of them averaged about 52 points per game together. But that's just because their whole thing was run, gun, shoot, miss, don't defend. Michael Adams shot 39% that year. Now stuff changed when Dikembe Mutombo was drafted in 1991, fourth pick overall. The Congolese big man out of Georgetown took him to the playoffs in just his third year. A defensive-minded big man dragging his team to the playoffs. Famously in 1994 defeated the Seattle Supersonics, the number one seed in the first round. It was the first of four times that happened in NBA history. But don't get me started on how overrated Gary Payton is, so I will talk all day. Now from 96 to 2003, they were one of the worst teams in the league year in and year out. 11 wins in 98, 17 in 2003. But that 17 win 2003 season gave them the number three pick in the NBA draft and they took Carmelo Anthony. Now Melo was traded mid 2011, and it was weird because the Nuggets like got better. In 2013, they won 57 games, more than Melo had ever won. After that, they missed the playoffs five straight years after firing George Carl. Now, how do you win 57 games, the most while you've been in the NBA, and then fire your head coach, and then you miss the playoffs five straight times? But whatever. They got Jokic during those bad years, and since then, we all know what it looks like. Two-time MVP, 
title contenders this year with a healthy team. And fun fact, since they drafted Carmelo Anthony, they've had the third most wins in the NBA, 913. They're also tied for second in points per game with 106.8, tied with the Suns only behind the Golden State Warriors. And also, maybe most importantly, they're number two in assists. Good team play. Enough about their history though, let's talk all Nuggets first team. All right, first team point guard going fat lever. I left him out when we were talking about those good 80s teams because most of those guys were just offensive minded players, but he was an awesome defensive player. Also a triple double machine. 1987 average 18.9 points per game, eight assists, 8.9 rebounds with decent percentages. Led the league in triple doubles that year with 16. Two-time All-Star, second-team All-Defense in 1998. He's also just outside the top 25 of career steals in the NBA, but number five in steals per game. Bat Lever was a menace, part of that 85 Conference Finals run, averaging 31 minutes a game. Now, he's only there six seasons. He played a couple as a shooting guard, but he's primarily a point guard and easily their best in franchise history. He ranks third for the Nuggets all-time in assists, first among guards. Also number one in steals, Fat Lever. First team shooting guard, Sky Walker, David Thompson. Once again, started his career in the ABA with the Nugs and then immediately went to the, AB, went to the NBA when the ABA folded. That first season, 1977, 25.9 points per game, shooting above 50%. Didn't really do much else besides score, but still put up numbers. Then next year in 78, he famously was dueling George Gervin on the final night of the season, gunning for the scoring title. And on that day, he put up 73 points, the highest scoring game by a guard, all the way up until Kobe Bryant put up 81. George Gervin was dueling too, he put up 63 to barely eke out that scoring title. Two-time first team All-NBA, third in MVP shares in, uh, in 78 but immediately fell off a cliff. Players, especially guards, usually start to peak around age 27 to 28. His, high, his two highest scoring seasons were his second and third seasons at 22 and 23 years old. 24 dipped a little bit, 25 only played 39 games and just never re really recovered. He, was, he left the Nuggets at 28 years old and was retired by 30. Stay away from drugs, kids. First team, small forward. Easily the team's best player among players who were not born in Serbia. Alex English, number one throughout the entire 80s decade in scoring. Better than Bird, of course, Jordan didn't play most of the 80s. He just didn't miss games. Throughout his entire career with the Nuggets, starting with his first full season, he missed seven games. Seven games in 10 years while averaging 25.9 points per game, led the league in 83 with about 28 points. Just absolutely steady scorer. The kind of guy where it's like, oh wait, you have 30? I don't remember you making a bucket. Kind of like KD in that way. Just a silent killer. Before you realize it, he's already put up 30. And he's kind of an all-around good player too. Uh, he led the, led the team in all-time assists until Jokic recently broke it, grabbed a lot of rebounds. Just an excellent, excellent player. Not necessarily what you'd consider a winning player, but he did take his team to the Western Conference Finals in 85. So what are you gonna argue? All-NBA second team three times. They didn't have a third team for most of his career. Probably would have a few of those. Also, first in games on, among Nuggets players and first in points. And if you're talking about the NBA as a whole, career points, he's number 21, Alex English. First team power forward, 
Now there's one obvious answer, but he was only in the NBA with the Nuggets for two years. So I'm picking longevity. And he did ball for most of his career. We're talking Nene. Now he made zero all-star teams, missed basically the entirety of two seasons. 2006 played three minutes total, but he was an easy 13 and eight for most of his career with really good shooting percentages. Shot 62% in 2011, back when 62% was considered insanely high. He was traded for JaVale McGee in 2012, and I think the Nuggets regretted that. JaVale regressed, showed a lot of potential, but Nene was just a winner. Set hard screens, decent passer from the post. He's also a ball hawk. As a big man, you don't usually expect you guys to get a lot of steals. Averaged 1.3 steals per game for the Nuggets in his 10 seasons there. He's also 8th in rebounds, 9th in blocks, 10th in points, while being 8th in games with the Nuggets. Probably the 3rd best player on a title contender in 2009, beside Melo and Chauncey Billups. Now, one of those guys that can definitely position hop, power forward center. Traditionally, he's a power forward. He rolls like a power forward, passes like a power forward, doesn't defend like a center, but he was playing beside Kenyon Martin for a lot of his career, so he's listed as a center, but he's a power forward. First team center, Nikola Jokic. Now, it looked like he'd be the fourth guy to win three straight MVPs a few weeks ago, kind of losing that. I don't know how much I have to talk about Jokic. On top of all of his insane counting stats, throughout his career, 20 points per game, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. He's also shooting 55% for his career. 63% this year on 25 points per game. Now already, he's fourth on the team in points. First in triple doubles by a lot. Nikola Jokic, 104 triple doubles. Number two, Fat Lever, 43 triple doubles. Number three, Dikembe Mutembo with eight. Jokic isn't even 30 yet, and he's already the best player in Nuggets history, and it's not particularly close. Brought their team their only MVP and one of their very few conference title appearances. Lost to the Bubble Lakers in that 2020 season. After a couple injuries, they haven't really had playoff success since. They're looking healthy this year. Number one seed, see what happens. So that wraps our first team. Point guard, Fat Lever, David Thompson, Alex English, Nene, Nikola Jokic. Second team, point guard. This one is Ty Lawson. Now, he has the team's single-season assist record with 720 assists in 2015. Really should have been an All-Star in 2013, averaging 17 points, 7 assists for that 57-win team in 2013. But the special thing about that team is that, like, everybody was important. You had Iggy, you had Kenneth Fareed, Ty Lawson. One of those really special team-first teams, like you saw with the 2015 Hawks or the 2000 or the early 2000s Pistons where nobody really shines statistically, but it's all right. He was only for six years, came the year after their Western Conference Finals run in 2009, all the way through 2015. Made the playoffs four times. His last playoffs run, that 2013 season, 21 points per game, eight assists. Stepped up in the biggest moment. Of course, that team got bounced in the first round, which probably explains George Carl's firing. Second team shooting guard, Jamal Murray. Now, we might be playing the potential factor here. So he's still only 25, but it looks like he's a guaranteed 20 points, six assists kind of dude. Playing point guard, shooting guard. Really, they probably stick him at the one because they don't need a passer on the team with Jokic, but he's a true shooting guard. His rookie season really struggled under 10 points a game, about 40% shooting, and then jumped up to 17, 18, 18, 21 on decent shooting numbers. 2021, tore his ACL. Missed half that season, the entirety of 2022. 
And remember, this is right on the heels of that 2020 Western Conference title run. So for two straight years, Jokic had no help. This year, he's he's been a little hit, hit or miss sometimes, but like, what do you expect from a dude who missed a year and a half? I think it's safe to say that before Murray's career is over, the Denver Nuggets are gonna win their first title. Second team small forward, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> Probably played there way shorter than you would have remembered, seven and a half years. Also only made four all-star teams while he was in the Nuggets. Now just a bona fide bucket for all for his entire career, but especially with the Nuggets averaging 24.8 points per game. Peaked statistically in 2007 with 28.9, but that team only won 45 games. I think his best season really was in 2009. They won 54 games, of course, had the Western Conference Finals. He was the best player on a team that went to the Western Conference Finals. But for some reason, people want to act like he's this terrible playoff guy. Yeah, he never won a title, but it's really hard to win a title. In that 2009 season, there's a lot of young guys who really peaked after playing with Kobe Bryant in the 2008 Olympics. And I think that's not a coincidence. Melo went to his first conference championship. Dwayne Wade led the league in scoring and had an all-time season. LeBron James won his first MVP. That's the Mamba mentality difference. Now, while he was with the Nuggets, All-NBA four times, three third teams and a second team, and really could have been your 2004 Rookie of the Year. Averaged 21 points more than LeBron while taking a team that went 17 and whatever the year before to 43 wins and a playoff berth as a rookie. Now, LeBron was going to win it because he was destined to win it ever since his junior year when he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. But maybe I'm just bitter. Carmelo Anthony, second team power forward. Really had a case for first team, but I'm not including ABA, and he only played two years in the NBA with the Nuggets. It's Bobby Jones. Now, just to brag about him, because I do love Bobby Jones, he technically played with the Nuggets for four years. First two years in the ABA, second two in the NBA. In those four years, three times led the league, led the respective league in field goal percentage, while averaging 15 points a, 15 points a game, eight-ish rebounds, couple assists. In his first NBA season though, 77, 2.3 steals, 2.0 blocks. Now that would have been Defensive Player of the Year if it existed. Also played four NBA All-Star games, Never was All-NBA, but All-NBA defensive team nine times. Also another two in the ABA. Of course, he was traded in 78 in one of the early defining winning trades where he was traded to the Philly Sixers for George McGinnis, a certified ball stopper who was just dragging down Julius Irving and the Sixers. And only a couple years later, plus a Moses Malone trade, they won a title, so it worked out. Bobby Jones, the secretary of Defense, one of the coolest nicknames of all time. Second team center, his teammate for four years, Dan Izzle. Now he started with the Kentucky Colonels in the ABA. If you don't recognize them, that's because they folded. The only teams that came along to the NBA from the ABA were the Nuggets, the Pacers, the Nets, and the Spurs. And he played one year with the ABA Nuggets before the merger, and then nine more years in the NBA. Now he's one of the most fun guys to watch on Hardwood Classics. He looked like a vampire. I think he was missing his first, his front couple teeth for a few years there. Absolute stunner on the offensive end. First career with the NBA, averaged 20.4 points and about eight rebounds with a couple assists with high, high percentages. Now he plays at a tough position, a center to get all league, all NBA, but he was all ABA five times. Never got all NBA though. It's a shame. Not a great defensive player, but a really good rebounder. Still leads the Nuggets all-time career rebounds. 
and is only second in points. Not bad for a dude that looks like a serial killer. Also, a Hall of Famer. So that's our second team. Ty Lawson, Jamal Murray, Carmelo Anthony, Bobby Jones, and Dan Issel. On to the third team. Third team point guard are going Andre Miller. Now we actually had two stints with the Nuggets from 2004 to 06. First came in 2003 and then was traded in December 2006 for Allen Iverson. Brought back in 2011, left again in 2014. Now his nickname was The Professor, maybe one of the most boring players to watch. But he just did everything right. He, contro he controlled the flow of the game. Actually, fun fact for you trivia buffs, led the league in assists in 02 with 10.9. Now he's with the Cavs at that point, so we don't really care about that. But in his seven years, seven combined years with the Nuggets, averaged 12 points a game, seven assists, 46% shooting. It's a really good, steady, steady player. Made the playoffs every single year he was with the Nuggets, five times. I think he was bouncing the first round every single time. Actually, this is interesting. So from the 2004 season until the 2016 season, he only missed the playoffs twice in 07 and 2015. And he only made the second round once in 2014. So every single year from 2004 through 2013, lost in the first round. But all time, he's fourth in team assists above Ty Lawson, who I put above him on this list. And among all NBA players, he ranks 12th in career assists with 8,500. Ever underrated, Andre Miller. Third team shooting guard, probably the most unheralded player on this list, Theodore Roosevelt Dunn. T.R. Dunn. Played with the team for eight years from 80 to 88. Went to Phoenix, came back for two more years to finish off his career. Now he peaked with 8.2 points per game. Not a lot. Got a lot of rebounds for a little dude though. Only six foot four. Averaged about seven rebounds for three straight years from 82 to 84. Dude was a hustler. Shocking percentages, didn't do what he couldn't do. But he was just an all time defender. 83, 84, 85, second team all defense. Second on the team in career steals. Played 58 playoff games with the Nuggets including the 85 conference title run. TR Dunn, giving it to you. Third team, small four were Kiki Vandaway. Now, once again, he couldn't defend anybody. One of these guys from the Nuggets, they just are addicted to offense first players. Now that really changed about 10, 15 years ago. But in his Nuggets career, averaged 23.3 points per game. Peaked in 84 with 29.4 before he went to uh, the Trailblazers. One of the highest scoring foreign born players of all time came over from Germany. Now throughout most of his Denver career, he was listed as a power forward, but that's just because they played small, Dan Issel at the center. They already had Alex English as a three. But in 1984, both he and English were averaging 26 points per game. The team averaged 123.7 points per game, which seems insanely high, but it's not even the most all time. Number one points per game by a team in a single season, 1982, but you guessed it, Denver Nuggets, 126.5 points per game. Now with the top 15 scoring teams of all time in a single season, 11 come from 1970 or earlier. Back in the just jack up shots, get a ton of rebounds, insanely low shooting percentages. Now the other four came in four straight years by those Issel, Vandaway, English, Nuggets. 1981 Nuggets through 1984 Nuggets. The four highest scoring seasons since the NBA merger. Absolutely bananas. 
Now they would give up just as many as they as they got. In that 84 season I was just talking about, they also gave up 124.8 points per game. One of the players, one of the teams, Larry Bird loved to just torch. 13 power forward, Kenneth Faree, part of that really fun 2011 draft class. That's my favorite draft class of all time. Just a ferocious, a ferocious rebounder. You kind of have to be to be college basketball's highest rebounder of all time. Spent seven years with the Nuggets, averaging 11 points, eight rebounds, really 54% field goal percentages, really tailed off, ended up retiring by 30, going to play in China. But among all Nuggets players, ninth in rebounds, despite only playing in 441 games. Kenneth Reed. And your third team center, Dikembe Mutombo, Hall of Famer. That was a really tough position, but he only played five years with the Nuggets. Three All-Stars in that time. Only made the playoffs twice. Bounced in the first round in 95, and of course that incredible 8-1 comeback in 1994. In that 1994 playoffs, he was averaging 5.8 blocks per game. Just incredible. He ended up playing with six teams over the course of his career. He won four Defensive Player of the Year awards. Tied for the most all-time behind only Ben Wallace. Now only the first of those came while he was with the Nuggets in 95. But from 94, 95, 96, he led the league in blocks per game with 4.1, 3.9, 4.5. You just don't see that anymore. Peaked in scoring his rookie year with 16.6. He didn't really have to. That just wasn't his role. He was a shot blocker and and a rebounder, but just a really smart defender. He averaged three blocks a game as a rookie. 2.8 2.8 for his career, second all-time in career blocks. Now among the Nuggets, because he only played there five years, he still ranks first with 1486 and only five years with the Nuggets, about 360 above Marcus Camby, Dikembe Mutombo. So that's our third team, all Nuggets. Point guard was Andre Miller, T.R. Dunn, Kiki Vandeweghe, Kenneth Reed, and Dikembe Mutombo. Hardest cuts, the aforementioned Marcus Camby. Played with a lot of teams over his career, but he did play six years with the Nuggets. And like Andre Miller, bounced out of the first round 10 straight years. Three of those came alongside Andre Miller in 04, 5, and 6. Uh, this is just a really tough position. He won Defensive Player of the Year in 07, led the league in blocks three straight times. And like Dikembe, peaked in scoring his rookie year. You can consider him a borderline Hall of Famer, maybe. But this is just the the toughest position for the Nuggets. Uh, Daniel Gallinari, another really good player on those fun 2010s teams. But once again, probably the second hardest position for the Nuggets. Uh, Guys like Dave Robish, Byron Beck, Ralph Simpson, we're just not counting the ABA. Chauncey Billups, love him to death, just didn't play long enough. Maybe could have snuck in that point guard spot. Allen Iverson, Orlando Woolridge, Michael Adams, they were just empty stats. Didn't really amount to winning at all. AI got traded for Chauncey and they started winning. They went to the Western Conference Finals, so mm, I'm not an AI. That's it though. If you guys hate my wrong opinions, tweet me at Jake Clark underscore three. Say hashtag wrong opinion. We will be back next week. Talking about the first team on our list. I've made the NBA Finals in the shot clock era. There's five teams that have made the finals without winning a title. The team we're going to talk about next week made two finals almost 15 years apart. Peace out.